0: Welcome to Around the Console, I am John, and I'm joined by Cliff, Suki, and Craig. Okay. Today, we are talking about the third serial of the 20th season of Doctor Who, and Undead. Let's see what the guys think, and we will start with you,
1: Suki. Oh, okay, this is a, it's a romp, it's a good story. It's a bit meandering, and they've brought in a great character in Turlough, but they've had to keep him separate because they can't actually... Because his motivation in this story is to kill the Doctor, and they have to keep him separate from from the Doctor. But everything else, the, uh, the is brilliant in this. Yeah, the two different versions of it, and uh, I, I just think it was a good little romp. Excellent. Uh, Clifton.
2: Uh, as you know, I'm not a big fan of Fifth Doctor, but I do love this story. <laughs> it's brilliant. I love every part of it. I love the, the, it's a thriller. Um, I even love the sets, everything. I, I'll, I'll go on it more
3: details later, but Excellent. yeah, big thumbs
2: up for me.
0: Bobby Doodah trouser pants.
3: I fucking love it. Like, Cliff, honestly, it's one of the ones I remember when I got my, my VHSs. um, And you've just got so much awesome, bonkers Doctor Who. Brigadier, mm. all this, oh, oh, it's just, it's just great, and I've always loved it. Every time I watched it, I've loved it, but i have not watched it for a while, so I'm pleased that this was. I kind of was like, oh, picked, I've seen this loads, like I normally am, and then I've watched it, and I was like, it's this is, I still, I still stand by. This is probably up there in my top five Doctor Who adventures. I yeah. adore it; it's amazing
0: craigie Uh I
3: loved it, actually. Yeah, I was really excited. It's one that I always
4: think is just good, but when I actually watched it, I really, really, really enjoyed watching it. I found it really novel. I found it quite original. found it really well acted. Great sets. Yeah, it was a big thumbs up from me.
0: Excellent. one, well, from my personal opinion, I fucking loved it too. Oh, I thought it was great that's... acting. It was Ooh, great direction. There was some shit in it, but it's Doctor Who, so there's got to be. Yeah. But I've got to be honest, the acting and writing was fantastic. It was proper yeah. fucking dialogue. Uh, the uh, the companions got a little bit sidelined. Um, I mean, it's certainly dialogue wise, and Nissa looked like an idiot all the way through. Yeah. But it was really well directed, and some of the scenes were just mint. So well done, yeah. Doctor Who. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but yeah, let's oh, break, wow. it I did, <laughs> break it I did, down I kind of don't expect this with Modern Undead, you know, like a full pretty much full, it, it all of it No,
0: honestly, legitimately, episode 2 the Brigadier um, remembering, and the whole discussion with him and the Doctor was brilliantly done, so they took their time they didn't rush it, the dialogue was yeah. love to flash lucid back. And sensible was awesome. and intelligent, and it was great yeah
3: Really yeah. oh, the, done. The, the flashback montage because I forgot yeah, about, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Now I did I, I may have watched this on transmission but I don't remember it on transmission. As a Who fan, I mean Sucky, you'll have seen it, definitely seen it on transmission yeah. and Craig yeah. as well, I imagine. Um I mean I'd have lost my shit seeing all that yeah. awesome old Doc Two because you didn't have it in nineteen eighty four. No. You know, no. so it was that was just class.
2: It is a massive yeah. jump, don't you think? It's like, right, we need to put more budget in like you just just before here, this you had Tom Baker, and then wobbly sets, and it looks a bit shit. And at the end of his season, you're like, "Oh, come on, what they're gonna do?" And then this is just like a whole new game, so professionally done. This one. It looks really great. good. Even now, it looks The it's, set is beautiful,
4: isn't it? It's all the reds and the Auckland. you've got all the, the kind of like yeah. everything is like really over the top. It's almost kind of like 1940s Manhattan. Reminds it like, me of Yeah, Dallas. it was like uh, yeah.
2: uh, Art Nouveau or Art yeah, uh, yeah. so, uh, Deco type so thing. I don't know which one it is. Dangerous. Is it? Dangerous uh, going into art <laughs> stuff there, Cliff. Tried
3: careful. it. <laughs> Tried it. <laughs> <laughs> There it's a, interesting, it's art it's in, in it. <laughs> but it's interesting you two, you two saying that because I think you will have watched it without the uh, CGI that's been added onto it, and it's mainly, oh I did look at it, the- yeah, it's mainly in the parts with the Black Guardian and Turlo, oh. and then bits they've sort of CGI'd up a bit. But it's th- th- I don't remember them being that bad anyway at the time, no. but they've they've no. done them up a little bit. So it's good to know that you guys sort of saw mm. that quality. I have to say the
0: there are issues. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like Turlo. I'm really not convinced. I wasn't even 100%. I've only just, when I read, read something recently, that he was meant to be an alien that was hiding yeah. on Earth or something. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. get any of that.
3: Is that yeah. your first yeah. Turlow experience? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 It was. Uh, and, it, and it's the words, I hate Earth, said Turlow. And I'm thinking, well, what sort of fucking idiot says that? But now it makes it a little bit. Sense. <laughs> yeah. But I really enjoyed seeing Teagan there and Nissa and um, oh, Turlow's mate, Ibertson. <sighs> Is that he a hit, runs hit-ho? like he's got no control over his arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's got no control over his arm. He's yeah? suffering from an ear canal balance issue he's perpetually <laughs> on the verge of falling onto his fucking stupid face. And why is anyway? he friends
4: <laughs> anyway? It's just insulting to him yeah, all the, the time, isn't it? Oh, he? that's the yeah, dynamic that I happens.
1: think that, that Ibbotson, the actor, Stephen Garlick, he's there, he's probably in his mid-twenties and he's trying to play in a 17, yeah, 18-year-old and that's like what that. he's we're, thinking yeah. how a 17, 18-year-old There was,
2: there was no at. There was no lads in it. These were all over 20. Yeah, he's yeah, trying it, to yeah, play yeah. it and it just it wasn't, even
0: convincing. wasn't no. it even convincing. I don't know, it know if he did that
2: because it was BBC and they didn't put young lads in at that time or something. <laughs> what? No, the, Jimmy Savile was <laughs> around the building. You <laughs> oh, there was others around
1: there. The thing is they put the young lads in with really, really short shorts, didn't they? I know. Back in the day, that was that was what you had to wear. I never noticed that, <laughs> <laughs> you, Craig. As I like, press again, <laughs> that is Craig's. <laughs> yeah, but I was distracted by the really,
4: really bad theme music at the same time while we were on doing the jogging. But yeah, because I wanted oh. to know, Cliff, you said you loved it. Did you love the music?
2: Some of it I actually did. I played it, it quite well. Some of it had the old yeah. school Doctor Who, which yeah. was a bit you know shit. But it had quite a few good eighties symphony, which uh. worked. It, it wasn't, it Python. wasn't.
0: The music wasn't invasive as it yeah. has been in other ones we've watched yeah. recently. Or like the Sea Devils and stuff. And it was quite happy, yeah, like Sea Devils, <laughs> exactly. And it was quite happy to step back and let the dialogue just do its thing without interruptions and things. And, I, and that was why that part two was particularly what, good because.
4: Yeah. yeah,
3: There was a couple of bits with the music, though, that I did find a bit overbearing, crescendo-y um, in certain scenes, which was kind of meant to be adding to the tension, but it was kind of more like an obvious, this is happening. But overall, I, I thought the music yeah, yeah. was Especially interesting. Especially when
0: Tur- whenever Turner was on screen, it would go...
2: Yeah,
0: like, he's naughty! He's a literally He literally crept about the ship for about... Forty minutes straight. I don't know what it is, but he was always sneaking about the ship, looking the shifty.
1: Yeah, the thing it. is, there you've got a character that's motivation always been forced to yeah. kill the Doctor, and he already have him in close contact with the Doctor, and you'll see it in the later stories as well. Yeah, in that they have to sideline him away from the Doctor, so he's a character that's come with a so, bit of a disadvantage. He's a companion now. Yeah, it's no, a companion. See, he I
0: saw them. the bit at the end, and I just thought, yeah. no, they won't be, because why would you? No, it yeah, becomes a companion. Terrible.
3: Yeah, so It's a, a mystery of yeah. it. Yeah, it's uh, cool, man. It's cool because it's. I like, the, I like it. Yeah, the 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 Turlo thing's really interesting because you've got this guy that's uh, yeah. essentially trying to kill the doctor, which is just weird and never heard of before. Mm. And, and then, without spoilers, John, he eventually and defeat well, the black guardian and he becomes a member of the crew well, and, i imagine and all that yeah. and mark strickson right who plays him uh is he's a brilliant theater actor and he definitely comes across on screen because he's mm. so fucking over the top i love him i love terror Turl- yeah. um and i do love mark strickson as well he's brilliant but if you he does come out the screen doesn't he fucking hell yeah. If you listen to the commentary, because uh, I, I watched this story twice last
1: night. and um, The second time was with the commentary this time. Wow. And you've got Peter Davison and
3: uh, Mark really Strickson and Nicholas Cornyn. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it must have got some sleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't get no sleep. I've had now sleep. And Eric Sayward. And then there's uh, the, the Mark Strickson goes on about how he's he've come into this story. This is like... Uh, brand new for him and the pace of things uh the way they were recording everything but he he did point out that he'd like to do things with his hands and that he kept buttoning up his jacket all the while in fact yeah. there's more in scenes in the same scene he seems to be buttoning up his jacket about two or three times because he needed to have things to be doing and he also liked to uh, whenever somebody's making a dramatic um, Explanation or whatever, and he's in the background. He'd like to stand in in the camera's uh, eye lens, basically, just stand there and putting up his jacket or start fiddling around with his hands or doing things. Right that way, the speech. Gets some attention. He yeah. he gets distracted and look, they look at him instead. Yeah. He's very <laughs> naughty boy on that um, in that set on that well, programme.
0: Like I said, uh, the acting was generally fantastic all the way yeah. through. But but Telo, as you say, was a little bit OTT. But you know, he's ginger. Well, he's <laughs> not ginger, he's
3: blonde. They met, he dyed his hair ginger. Which what? Another. Really? How did you know that, yeah. yeah. man? You've actually ruined my yeah. childhood because I just thought no. he was like a ginger hero. No,
1: yeah. Yeah. no, you look, <laughs> <in his eyebrows. laughs> look at his eyebrows. Look at his eyebrows. And he, he's does, done he does ginger red. And his eyebrows are slightly more which blonde. Which does than give God. him an alien
3: quality. I think he just, yeah. there's, there's yeah. an alien quality to Mark Strickson. And, and, and I think that applies his to his eyes life as well. Yeah, his he's always like yeah. David Bowie yeah. He's
2: of this world, yeah. yeah. I don't know about
0: you guys, you're talking rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought with like, I Blackguard, he was excellent. I loved his voice. Loved oh, it, I right? loved his voice. It was a great voice. I loved his actor,
1: Suki. Yeah, Valentine Doyle. Oh, yeah. No, I know I've never heard you know. of him. The man in black. He, he used to do radio shows back in the 40s and 50s. Uh, and his yeah. voice yeah. was such like that. All right, uh, and deep, uh, yeah, and he just he used to be around doing these gal stories back in the, on the radio, and then according to again the commentary this time, right, he he liked to keep his voice at that certain level, and the only way he could do it was he used to smoke a pipe all the while, no. and and there, <laughs> even though when he was close to death, he was still smoking his pipe because he was. The way these actors on the commentary were talking about him was that he didn't want to lose his voice, so he always carried on used to smoke at that point. And that's a
0: little he, bit of bullshit, there right. Because he carried on smoking <laughs> the fact because he was addicted to smoking. Yeah, yeah.
1: probably, but it also it's kept. Not, his... not, not in order to, to keep his voice. This is according to the lads on the uh, commentary. Yeah. There's been no.
2: loads of artists that did that. This famously, Joe Cocker used to say, "The only reason to do acid is to lubricate my throat, and I can't feel yeah. the pain." It's well, like true. no.
3: Off your tits, I used, to, I used to say I smoke because it kept a gruff, gruff, gravelly voice, but it's bullshit. It's just that's it's in your head, isn't it? And also, you're just really addicted to smoking. um I Yeah. That. The Black guardians Can we talk about his
4: headwear though? Because I struggle. I love his but yeah, the bird just brings it massively down. Why would you? That the I, think I think that's
0: I think that's got historical, or at least in fiction, it's got something historical. The raven. Yeah, yeah. The, the raven headwear thing is—I think—if I mean, it was a raven, I don't know what it was, but that shit. I'm sure I've seen that shit before.
1: Did he? <laughs> did he wear this in this previous story? The because uh, just no. copied his look from the Armageddon Factor. I don't think he does
4: in that one, does he? Um, no, because isn't it more I like think a, he's just in black? Like it, yeah. no, it works
0: for me. It works for me.
4: Yeah. Oh no, I find it really, really. Every time you see it, it's like the feathers around the back of the set. It's a nice, it just no, looks... people, people used to wear animals on their heads a lot in the it olden days. It still looks bad. It's no excuse to bring it back. No, not... I'm not
0: saying he's bringing <laughs> it back. I'm saying he's an alien and it's definitely the historical uh, headwear. But I,
3: yeah, I don't I see that. They used to wear seals for shoes. <laughs> Imagine that <laughs> massive seals for shoes. <laughs> he would be running like fucking that, that lad at the beginning, wouldn't you? <laughs> 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 a
0: spanner, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, actually, we did get that uh, cliffhanger—the Turlough with the rock above the Doctor. Oh the yes. yeah. 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 Proper cliffhanger. Yeah. Not a one. shitty little great cliffhanger. One. It was a very good one.
3: Yeah, um, so great. I mean, the other cliffhanger yeah. the other cliffhangers as well, with Mordrum when he's revealed and they've tricked oh, him, yeah. him to be the Doctor. Yeah. He's brilliant. And also, mm. the, uh, what's the guy that plays Morden? He was in Robots of Death, okay? David Collings. David <laughs> Collings. Yeah. yeah, awesome. He's absolutely brilliant, and I, and I just I just love it all. I, I, I just, think it's the, really well crafted that yeah. because you could actually see that they
4: will believe it is yeah. the Doctor because it fits so well into the story. It all folds really well together. There's no the, kind
2: of... The, the brain... But the effects, quite, that brain yeah, shit going moving. Oh, spaghetti. Ah, oh, that was really scary. As a kid watching that. Yeah. The with going, Tom Baker's court
3: out. on as well, with the doctor's caught on. To yeah. To even yeah. more, a bit more. I, just, I yeah. just thought it was great.
0: I thought they, they was bodies were quite a good concept, especially the idea that they're kind of like, they've attempted to take immortality and it's just...
1: Yeah. and endless pain pain. You for them Yeah, the they said they're not baddies, buddy, yeah. are they? Yeah, they're, no. yeah they I uh, wouldn't class them as baddies, just, you know, they've no, been... No, they were, they were
0: the antagonist at some point who was trying to nick the TARDIS and do yeah. to get the, the yeah. doctor to do stuff. And the kind of Yeah. Yeah. I've Yeah. I've lost my thread now. Great. Sorry, well, I was
4: just, well, just when he <laughs> said they weren't baddies, it was Tegan and Nissa. I like, they infected Tegan and Nissa, or so the age, and they became that really two young kids with a bouffant hair out here, which was yeah.
1: particularly Nissa. Yeah, <laughs>
0: uh, Nissa looked a little bit uh-huh? um, brain dead. Yeah.
1: The the commentary uh, when they when they. Tegan and Nissa, Sarah Sutton and Jenna Fielding are in their old age makeup. Right? Uh, Peter Davison come so, this is this them hot. without their makeup on in their normal age. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he, I love, he loves ripping into I love
3: What I love, Sucky, right, <laughs> is that we, we caught you out of the text when me and Craig started to watch it. Now you're going on commentary because you know that we won't do that since so you get any your yeah. image from there. But at least you've been I'm honest same this time. I like your honesty in this. In this I match. was honest last time, time as well. I'm pretty sure I was. Well, we... It's, yeah, it's, I'm, well, yeah, I'm enjoying the the, the commentary sank. angle. Um, but yeah, Mordren, awesome concept of these people, awesome. Mm. I mean, there's like there's, the writing the, was great. The writing was great. I mean, there probably is a lot of holes in this plot, but I don't care, and I don't really want to look into it personally that deep because I just I just enjoy it as it goes. I think Peter Davis had said that as well. He said when he got the script, he's like, "What the fuck." And when he, he said when he saw it on the telly, it didn't matter. It kind of all just made sense to Eventually whatever. Eventually it
0: did, but for God's sake, don't miss a little bit of part two and part three because you'll be like me and like, what the fuck is going on?
3: <laughs> it's just <clears throat> the way it all
4: fed together. Like, Tegan realised that she was in the wrong time because it was a jubilee and things like that. So it was all just subtly done. There was no, like, kind of big reveals. Yeah. It was just nicely placed. But thinking of holes, how did Mordor, when he was in the Titus all burnt with his rags on, how did he suddenly get his clothing? You know, not that I was thinking yeah. about it too much, but suddenly he's all dressed in his like his whatever his gown. It's like, where did that come from? Yeah, it's it like
0: true. a burnt wreck. Realized that? I thought about
1: realize? that. I'm he just thinking it. it's part of his regeneration thing yeah. that happens. He's just it's ash- not making yeah. clothes. Well, well, well yeah, maybe. well the doctor changed uh, his boots in one of the uh, one of the regeneration, so Holy it might shit. happen to uh, to him, Warden, as well. What? But they're not That's time true. lords, are they?
0: But I dare say that that wasn't their basis for like, all oh, right, we'll have him unclothed uh, and then we'll clothe him because of that boot scene in some fucking previous
2: episode. <laughs> <There's>, uh, <laughs> I'll bring it up.
1: <laughs> this, the, the, that costume, though, there's a there's a certain scene where he's in in his full garb and he's he has to reach up to get uh, press something and there's a split just underneath yeah, his armpit. And you can see the t-shirts underneath there. it. It oh. just looks bad.
0: The uh That's talking it. of the Tiny modern modern, modern lot, the, the way they moved, was really fucking cool. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. Flow. Oh, yeah, brilliant. All in yeah. one yeah. flowing. That's cool. uh, it's like it's like a kind of dancing that he's done. Where, really. yeah. but like, i was, really, yeah. was really, it was really eerie. Yeah. I thought That's... it was great for an alien.
1: Yeah, that movement though, did. That just reminds me going back all the way to the beginning of Doctor Who when the Daleks were yes, and yes, conceived. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. the case of we're having a monster, but we're not having a humanoid monster. We're having something that just trundles along and doesn't have any legs. And that's, you could just go back to say it's the same sort of thing with these uh, uh, Mordrin and his friends.
3: They did look cool as well. Like the whole, all the Mordrin, you could tell they he had a bit more effort on him, but the, the rest of them, he looked really cool. Yeah. Um, and he, like Cliff's touched on before, you felt sorry for him. You know, the, the, yeah, they fucked up, but they fucking <laughs> were just tortured, you know, and all that kind of stuff. It would it cool, that.
0: I think they are an example of like the good writing as well because. When they were doing their monologue bit, when they were trying to persuade the doctor, it was really good writing, It was really tight writing. And yeah. the peril of the doctor and, and the 12 regenerations bullshit, which has since. Yeah.
3: It did make me think I but, thought, how oh,
1: do you really do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, that also, uh, I mean, that's the biggest plot hole there. They're trying to kill themselves or trying to find a way to. Uh, why don't they just drive
0: into the sun or something? Yeah,
1: or do something like that or, you know, just go around disintegrating yourself or whatever. Maybe
2: it's like Groundhog Day to them and they've tried it or I'm just keep going. Well,
0: maybe maybe if they tried to just drive into the sun, they would be still alive yet potentially oh, yeah. burning. But, but the, the
1: car not control the ship, can they? No. Oh, that's all right! I right. yeah. oh, no, yeah. the, oh, right. the ship. Yeah. It's, uh, it's
2: on a bubble or something. Oh, which by yeah. the way, the ship was amazingly good. yeah beautiful. Yeah, cool. like there's yeah. was no strings there, or someone holding it for shakiness. It was. It really was um
3: It was based on the Flying Dutchman. This whole thing, the, these people that oh, was it? leave oh, right. the ship cool. or whatever. So that's why where he got the idea from because it's quite unique. You know it's some quite unique doctor who i think mm. anyway i don't think i've yeah. seen one before before it or after it that's similar to this but she's also which is always good doctor who brigadier though fantastic. Double oh my god
0: well I, I was really pleased that like he's like he's um one of those old-fashioned types that does you know he's stiff a lip and all that stuff but he's not cruel with it. He was gentle, oh, and kind yeah. with it, and yeah, it's yeah, really awesome. nice. And it's a fatherly figure.
3: And he was—he he was so cool as well. The way. The way that, he, that you said before about that scene when his memory's coming back, because as a viewer and someone yeah. that's that's loved, like, if he, the first time you see the Brigadier, it'd be different. But someone like when I saw this, I'd seen loads of Brigadier and I loved the Brigadier. And then to him not to remember the Doctor was incredibly unsettling. He even unsettled me this time, and I know kind yeah, of right. what's going on. You know, oh my God, the Brigadier can you know, what's happened to him? And there's a genuine concern mm. about him and obviously the way it transpires in the writing and the is brilliant you know because it yeah, kind of then comes really full well circle to the, to the oh that's why and then you know what's going to happen as it's building up and it's I, I mean you know that just you have to suspend belief a belief a little bit because of Whoa, the scene at no the no shit really it's <laughs> just, just just the one bit john uh, which, right. is, uh, which is when the, the the brigadier manages to touch himself <laughs> And yeah. the, the exact millisecond the doctor yes. about to give all his names. Yeah, yeah. And I don't care
0: because it's, so, it's just No, really but that's cool. that's the whole. That's that's nothing wrong with that. Just stick it in the story. It well, made found-
2: sense. It he wasn't just put in. Well, for the sake of like, oh, do you remember this character? They had him some, doing something yes. which was great. He was written yeah. in more than any of the uh, the companions, really. Oh,
0: Tegan and Nissa were completely not really disregarded this episode. Right. You? Oh, just oh, apart
2: from looking good.
0: Especially, that was it. They
4: did look good, actually, and their outfits good. are much better.
0: But Nissa was like proper. I don't know whether she just couldn't be asked to act. Yeah, she's well, seen a couple of like, times it, where she just couldn't, act, yeah. couldn't be asked to act by the looks of it. It,
3: it felt like that it got Sarah Sutton and just gone. So she was stood there waiting for action, and they went action, and then she was like,
1: where have you been, <laughs> been?
3: <laughs> It was, yeah, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she's yeah, she's good. She's good. Where, where, there's an yeah. episode where there's uh, the two have been this time time flight where it's just. Uh, the, oh yeah, there is. I don't know if I don't yeah. know it's that flight. Sorry, but the, the one where just with Peter when Teagan's left and it whatever, it's just got this in the doctor uh, snake, snake Dance. Dance. No, or it's just Infinity. just them two. Ark Infinity, yeah, and. Um, they're just them two and they're brilliant together. They're a great, great pairing. But in all the other ones, she just seems to... I don't know. She's not no, but I think first, I think the clash. first couple of episodes, because she was team. fine.
2: Yeah. first couple yeah, of episodes, she was fine. And the last couple of episodes, she just, like, turned off. I just yeah. think the clash, the clash of them two, they're too similar in ways. And it makes you think, have they got an off-screen clash as well? They don't see mm. the chemistry there.
1: Who, who's that? Who are you talking about? Janet Fielding oh. and Sarah Sutton. No, no, yeah. they, they get on really, oh, well. Best oh, get on really well. Oh, are yeah. wow. yeah, they? Oh, wow. They get on really well. That's
2: added to no. my brain.
1: <laughs> no, it's just... Uh, but of, it's because of the character of Tegan, though, that yeah. she's been sidelined a lot in these stories. And because yeah. they've also split the companions and the Doctor up, Tegan becomes a main character, and this yeah. sort of becomes a, uh a board that she bounces off of so that she can uh, uh, be able to pull the story along. Exposition. Exposition. And she does a lot of exposition because she understands what's going on. So she's the one that comes out with some of the gobbledygook that needs to uh, help the story carry on. And so it makes it a bit more less interesting.
2: It's always been the hardest thing with Doctor Who when they get more than one or two companions, things start going rocky. But I think the way when they brought in Turlough because he has that ulterior motive when you see the other episodes with him in and the other stories you sort of because as a viewer you're gunning thinking oh what the fuck is he gonna do he doesn't know is he gonna get found out and he's got that little conflict and i don't think you've had that since really that's
0: that's a good thing to stick into a a story
4: yeah it makes him unique doesn't it because this time you actually don't trust him so he's not just one one of the
2: companions companions going oh this is amazing yeah yeah and it's well, the way he's
4: doing all the shifty stuff around there, but trying to cover it over. He just he just He's got it. a
2: shifty face. Like Bob says, he's very dramatic in his face movements yeah. and the way he does things, probably because of the theatre. So he's like... Mm-hmm.
3: He's, I think, <laughs> I think just he's just with his character. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> was that <Michael laughs> Just on my screen. Oh, sorry, Shep. I mistook yeah, him for him. Yeah, That was so yeah. good. <laughs> but it's not Ginger. You've probably alive, <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. And my really, life. Yeah. Uh, can we have a quick... We have not really mentioned Peter Davison's Doctor this time, but I think he was excellent on... Yeah,
4: it was really good in this race. Strong
0: because you get the feeling sometimes when Peter David is looking looking into the distance that there's not a lot going on in there. Yeah. But you didn't this time. You got the feeling that it, it made sense when he was staring at things, thinking. You got the feeling that he was thinking. I don't know whether he had, he enjoyed this performance particularly, but it was very strong because there was a lot yeah. of dialogue, and I think he he really blew on that one.
1: There's a couple of occasions where uh, t- Turlough sort of. Uh, gives exposition that a schoolboy wouldn't actually know. And uh, Peter Davison looks at him, but carries on with the dialogue. In the, again, in the commentary, he says, oh, I would have played that differently if I'd have realised a bit more about what was supposed to be happening in the future episodes. Right? Mm. He should have been able to think, oh, that person should not know that. He should know about time travel. Yeah, there's that,
0: that time when he, says it, yeah. he he said something technical and yeah, the Doctor so, kind of didn't react like i expected him
1: to. And that's what Peter Davison when he was doing the commentary, you commentary, saying that oh, I should have applied that differently. I should have been able to go. Yeah, that's uh, he's he's there's something else going on with this person, and that's probably one of the reasons where you see the doctor at the end take him on board because he knows he doesn't really belong in 1980s England. Yeah, he knows I was going to say what else going on with, there
3: with Peter Davison in this one. Um, there's some really sort of moments that are, are, are fantastic. Particularly when he's, uh, you know, making the decision to give or basically become not a human or yes. no longer yeah. a Time Lord and all that kind of stuff. There's something quite, it's very subtle, you know, but there's, there's, there's a lot of mo- emotion going on in there somewhere mm. in the turmoil. But I think the thing about Peter Davis' Doctor, and I really, really, really like Peter Davis's Doctor, it's he's um, not much fun. If that makes sense, he does, <laughs> but he does he doesn't make it many jokes or quips or things like that. He plays it because William Hart was yeah. his doctor, so he plays it quite straight, straight, which which yeah, works, yeah. which is great, and he and he does have a bit of innocence to it as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so no,
0: it, no, I'd I, agree with that. I think it was he was strong, but I mean, I think he I've seen him uh, as worse on worse episodes where he's been pretty terrible, but likewise, he's. he's Definitely up there as one of my favourite doctors, I think.
1: See, it's right. during the making of this season that he decides to leave. Right, uh, really? Following yeah. Season. yeah, it's during this... He says, I'm going now. And one of the reasons he... He didn't say, I'm gooing. Yeah, he's gooing. <laughs> uh, one of the reasons he said that he's doing is because there there's certain things he wanted to do with the character, but he wasn't allowed to do, and which was like inject more humour into the story. Uh, make, similar make to
0: why Tom Baker left
1: as well yeah Tom Baker well Tom Baker probably just got a bit tired and he was told uh, yeah. you know bits in of fit, uh, you it? can't make up mm. you can't do it like this stick to the script don't do it and this stuff but Peter Davison wanted to put humour in and make it a bit more jokey, uh to be able to make it less yeah. And but he, he was just told by John Nathan Turner now I think
0: I think with a bit of less less humour he does seem a little bit more alien which yeah. is yeah. Yeah. kind of you, do, you don't get the feeling that it's a human when you talk, when when he's there, I mean, yeah, I don't know what other ones I've seen him in, but uh, this was definitely one of the stronger ones. He's
4: quite angst as a doctor, isn't he? I always get the feeling that he's, you know, he's. he's- He's trying to please everyone, but he's also lost a little bit. Like he's obviously yeah. his, his regeneration kind of failed. I always get that right through. He's a bit doesn't know which way to go. He's easily led or kind of bullied by other people, particularly Tegan. But mm. in this, he seems much stronger. Like he does in Caves of Andres this,
2: and Earth. Yeah, this this one I liked. I'm not I'm not a big fan of his because mm. I don't I honestly don't think he's that <coughs> much of a good actor with Doctor Who. But knowing that what Josh Suki said now to say that he had the you know he wanted to play it in a different way that might. Have been the reason why in the later episode, in the later stories, sorry, you don't get much feeling from him. Maybe <laughs> he played the character a bit colder than what he should have. Kev, um, Kev, especially
3: Kev's, when cares Van Dersani, you see oh, yeah. the Doctor. That no, it's his last adventure, but you see the Doctor Peter, everything always wanted him to be in full. Where he's, I think yeah. you see a lot of glimmers of him, but the yeah. the, the Kyrz Van is <clears> awesome. <throat> like that is top, top. Again, top with
1: Again, with his performance over the three years, every time he started a season, he'd get good, really good storylines. And then towards the end, the, the money sort of would dry up and you'd just be struggling to uh, finish the story properly. I mean, time fight was bad. They cancelled the story in the second season. And then he, he finished. He, he wanted to stop on, apparently, in the third season. He decided to change his mind. But then, by then, Colin Baker had already been announced. But you can see from the way the story pro, um, each season progresses, it's just, he, it's he starts off quite, you know, quite with it, happy. And then towards the end, when everything sort of dries up, he's like, oh my God, what am I doing in this pressing crap? And that's the way Peter does Yeah, but I, I always think, he regardless does, yeah. of
2: what you're doing, you should put your head down. You're getting paid to do the job. You know what I mean? Yes. So there's an element of, is it just being a bit of a mad ass and going, oh, I'll just play it like this? Like what we think of Nisa in this one? You can yeah. think, oh, what's she playing it like that for? Do your job.
3: Peter mean. Davison. I mean, all the things I've seen of him, he's never struck me as being a being like that at all. Oh. You know, Mardy or whatever. But he's, yeah. but you know, it's. I've never, I've, ne- I can never fault personally. I can, I can't remember a, a fault from Peter Davison. All playing the Doctor from all of the adventures I've seen of him. What,
0: what I would say is that like Peter Davison doesn't have the base charisma that like Peter people like Tom Baker does.
3: No, he doesn't. No, no. So he difficult. just couldn't it, fight his
2: fucking... I mean, he's good.
0: But yeah. he doesn't have that level of charisma that probably we kind of got used to expecting. And, oh yeah, yeah,
3: all, yeah.
0: You know, all of these are massively charismatic, and he was was much more Colin normal. Baker, Colin Baker as well was a lot less charismatic than.
3: With I tell you what, kind of the viewing figures as well, because when uh, we we covered um, Megloss, wasn't it last time? Yeah, um, and they're down to like four point two million. Well, this this stays in a uh, midweek time slot around that sort of seven o'clock. Are going over the seven o'clock mark but it's right up to 7.4 7.5 million again so you know you've got tom baker who was you know one if not the most popular doctor who and was pulling in 18 million viewing figures and it dips so low but he actually does start to claw back in a similar time slot as well doesn't it in this yeah. in this era yeah i think he was a similar time slot sorry Yeah, is it yeah, at, it, the, it, at yeah. this
0: time we're getting more things on to compete against it that was why I think oh, it's yeah, got it, lower, lower it order seven order o'clock.
4: Or was it seven o'clock on a Tuesday and a Thursday? That's what my memory no. tells me as a Wednesday. kid. Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 650 went to
1: 715. Yeah, 7:15. right. But going back to them ratings, the actual <laughs> <laughs> I've got it written down. Uh, uh, going back to them ratings, I mean, it's 6.5, 7.5, 6.5, and I think 6.8, I think it was. Uh, but the actual uh ranking. That outside the top 100. Yeah, that's first mental, episode. isn't it? Oh wow! Yeah. Right, so you got six and a half million, but it was actually 103, 103.
0: Oh, is this on that episode. list of 241 whatever? Dr. No, no, on no,
3: oh, no, the, no, t- no. That we the TV a week. All oh, right, no, no. So, yeah. Don't, so
1: don't 103, know. 102 shows were better. I'd better viewing uh, figures, well, than, yeah.
0: Well, Doctor Who. Talking yeah. of which, what was the ranking of this story? Oh on the yeah, list of out of interest, a million, a million, yeah. yeah Craig, yeah, yeah. yeah, Craig. We come
4: haven't on, done it. We've not enough to find it on my phone while you chat. I've not well, done
0: that, yeah, well, while, we, while you're doing that, uh, we'll probably try to wrap this up a little bit. So I want to mm. come around. Each of you, not come around each of you. That's okay, kind of that'll take a while, John,
3: and also be very silly sp- for YouTube, not I'm the not the spaff- audio listeners.
0: I'm going to spaff out some information for. No, I want you to uh, <laughs> give me your final ideas in a couple of words to describe how you feel, Bob.
3: Just. Just awesome That'll do for me, my two words I just think it's cool. it's just great It's co- it's constantly keeps you thinking It constantly keeps you engaged It's complicated in a weird way Might not make total sense It's got a double brigadier Everyone's just awesome It's just got loads of crazy shit going on When you think you've seen the craziness It gets crazier And I love that I just think it's perfect Doctor Who for me personally so It's just awesome Cliff? Uh,
2: great fun Brilliant story, it shows how it was a good story because the, the like Suki announced then the actual viewing was going up rather than down so people was interested and invested into watching what's gonna happen next. Um, really enjoyed it, I loved the character as well. And um, my two words are sexy ladies. All right. <laughs> okay. did, you, oh, like
1: he's did you hear the <laughs> wolf whistle? You hear the wolf yes. whistle when they're <laughs> Tegan
0: <laughs> Yes.
1: If you uh, if you watch some of the um, that's been added in past production, by looks of it, because if you've noticed some of the, uh, the 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 film trims and uh, the 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 extras on the words. DVD, it's not there, <laughs> right? So, so somebody's added a wolf whistle as Teagan runs up. Um, there's this is just a lovely story that's my two words for this lovely story lovely because it brings back the Brigadier which is great and it's just nostalgia the whole memory of him returning and coming back and you see all that uh, just I was how happy when I saw that because you saw all these old monsters it was fantastic do you want to say oh, something Cliff? just a quick one because I thought you, you
2: might know this but um, Peter Moffat the director is he related to Stephen Moffat or is that no?
3: No. All no. oh, right. No. Okay. I was going to say actually, that's one thing I did forget to mention. You know, it's written by <laughs> Peter Grimwood and directed by Stephen uh, Stephen Peter Moffitt. Uh, and both have you know big credentials in Doctor Who, and both have put out some brilliant Doctor Who, in whatever format they're doing. Because Peter Grimwood was a Doctor Who director as well. They did some class stories. Yeah. So you had a big. Yeah. That was a. That's a strong foundation, you know, for this to be successful. Which for me, it was. I'm um, I've spoken.
0: <laughs> right, <Okay>. good <laughs> job. Craig, what about uh, your final thoughts and well, two words, and tell us where it
4: ranks. Uh, the ranking is 117, so it's... Okay. Really? What? 117 out of 241, so it's That's roughly bullshit. halfway, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Bullshit.
4: Yeah, uh, I, this survey, wankers. I, 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 I see, I'm controversial. What a I'm bunch not... of cunts. I know. Should be higher. But I'm not a big Brigadier lover. So. The um, liar. I, no, I'm not. But I do not really. Not
0: even with that moustache.
4: No, yeah. definitely. To with me, all of that mustache. It, it looks like he literally believes in the, the Rembrandt in Manchester on Canal Street. Um, but it's like, yeah, it, it's it really is a good story. For me, it was refreshingly original. It's just, it was great. It's not based under siege. It's, conceptually great, well acted. I loved the way the mysteries of the different time zones came together. I did yeah, really, really think that Tegan and Nissa looked really pretty, even I thought they were quite sexy, but not cool. in a not in an actual way. Uh, but yeah, no, they were it was good, a great episode.
0: Well my two words are gonna be mustachioed mayhem. <laughs> yes. But uh, but yeah I re- it's it was I was just blown away by how good the dialogue and the acting was Which, in a in a show that Let's be honest, guys. Occasionally has shit acting and shit.
1: Really, I've never very,
0: very good. And uh, Suki wants a final word.
1: Now, just something that I want to ask you guys. Now, the Brigadier obviously wasn't meant to be the main character in this story. Yeah. But he was supposed to be in Chesterton, and then maybe Harry Sullivan. Hmm. But they they used Brigadier because nobody else was available. So, but so with the t- whole unit timeline thing, it's all out of whack because. Even becoming a teacher. I mean, this might go well for John's head, but, like, but there's also a white it's guardian. It's not about a over my head, it's about my lacking it caring about it. So. <laughs> there's a white guardian as well, right? And there's a. There, I think there was a little sentence that was said about uh, a level of coincidence that's going to happen in this story. It was actually mentioned in the story. So do you think the white guardian was involved in getting the brigadier to that position to know that... Um, Oh, yeah. Like he are game we, you, are you talking about yeah. outside
0: of the actual show canon? Yeah. Kind of thing. I can't Why? I know,
1: because it's within the show's canon. Because the White yeah, Guardian yeah, appears well, did, two stories later. Did yeah, they show
0: that's... that the White Guardian put the uh, Brigadier there? Well, White Guardian Then the Black it didn't Guardian. fucking happen. <laughs> Come on, White God. Guardian no, the Black, Black a good Guardian theory. to do these things. That's a good theory, Something. Good
2: theory, good theory.
0: I thought it was good theory, actually. Utterly uh, without any merit at all.
3: <laughs> good theory, I, I, the I know like John that is one. big on theories and he's just dissing you, Suki. <laughs> no, there's no
0: such thing <laughs> as theories. You don't see it on the screen, it doesn't happen. No, I'm not. I know what you mean, but, um, but no. I don't know anything about a white. Uh, because it didn't appear in this story that we're
3: talking this about. This is true, John.
1: And there's one line I also want to mention, which I thought okay. was great. Uh, one of Wardrin's friends called him the Brigadier. He's a deviant.
3: <laughs>
2: <I don't know. laughs> oh, the producer well, was a deviant. BBC's in the seventies, yeah.
3: So
2: there was all eighties like even.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, guys. So, uh, have we got any feedback or anything? There was, there was some feedback. was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. No, we haven't got any feedback. And if there is yeah, any feedback, yeah, it yeah, will. Yeah. Everybody, appear.
4: everybody loved it.
0: <laughs> magic of editing, it will magically appear at this point now. Shall
3: we? Um, pick, right. Should we pick the next story? Oh, no, oh no. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Who do you want to go first, John? I'll oh go Bob. I want you first. <laughs> do you know what? I, I'm feeling a bit crazy. I'm going to pick um, Time Lash. <laughs> ah, cool. <laughs> I am. I'm feeling like just going a bit out there. I feel like a bit of controversy, but I, I, remember, I remember really liking the Time Lash, but not many people knew, so... Obviously two questions. Co- uh, Colin Baker. It, and... Uh, Permanent yeah, episodes. Yeah. episodes. Two. Two. Two? Uh, nah. Yeah, but they're, they're 50 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't don't
4: be... <laughs>
0: Don't try and trap me, Bob. Right, uh Cliff. What do you want? Five Doctors. Oh,
2: yeah. Still? We're still on that band Because I really out. wanted
4: to do that one.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: And plus, you see things with this. You do get it? Suki? So so he... uh, yeah, I want to go with... Because I'm not really that brilliant with uh, Peter Capaldi, so I might go over his ear again, so I want to do Deep Breath.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, and, uh, well, Craigie, what do you want to do?
4: Uh, I'll go with the... Um, impossible Astronaut, Matt Smith. Mm.
0: All right. Oh, look, Five Doctors, is that... Which one's that one? When's, is that a new one? No,
3: oh, it's no, a, no, Peter oh, Davison okay. before...
0: So, um, so, I'm, um, I'm going Doctor's to ignore you know, the new who's, and I'm going to pick Time Lash because oh, Time Lash could
3: be Time Lash, right? Yeah, two, 50, two 50 minute episodes of doable. Roll this d6, and it is a three, which means it's me, it's Time Lash. Oh, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> I may regret this, but
4: I'm actually really excited about that because, like, oh. both, I've got a memory of loving this story, but it's really.
0: We're at the uh, Sucky showing his DVDs on the screen.
4: John, it's got um, that character that was in Blake 7. Uh, Paul Darrow. Paul Darrow.
3: Yeah. Didn't oh, really? Yeah. Yes. He's brilliant. Paul Darrow's fucking excellent. Yeah, yeah. yeah Did we have any imagine. feedback, Sucky? Yeah, we got one piece of feedback. going to read it out? Go for
1: it. And that is from Who News? And he says, or they say, cracking story, Nicholas Courtney slips effortlessly, effortlessly, effortlessly back into the Brigadier. The right level of creepiness to Mordred and his companions. Great performance by David Collins. Teagan Turlow and Nissa never feels like a crowded TARDIS. Thank you very much for very
0: that. Cool. Thank you very well, much. No. And I reckon that's the end of this podcast. So thank you, everybody. We'll speak to you next time. Thank
2: you.
3: Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.